Welcome back, fellow podcasters. It's time for another episode of Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I'm going to be honest with you this week. I am really pissed off. And I, I know I feel the frustration with everybody out there, certainly the ones that listen to my podcast. We're watching this, this war taking place in front of us. And yet, because of the weak and inefficient leadership that our current administration is offering, we are actually, on a global basis, on the precipice of a new world order. And this world order that's being changed is somehow something that was envisioned, which started underneath the Obama administration. And it's called globalism. And under this globalism idea, one for all, all for one, it was going to be our partnership with Europe so that we would all be on the same team and we'd sort of all be equal, hence the socialist nature of of what our changes have been doing. And in the meantime, under this globalist approach, we have allowed the outsiders, such as China, Russia, North Korea, and Iran to become emboldened because they felt this vacuum that was happening, this this dumbing down of, of strength, at least from the United States' standpoint, and they've taken it upon themselves to exercise their muscle. And what do you think the result of all this is going to be? Oh, yeah, okay, if things go the way they're going, and it might not be that long, we're indeed going to have China create a partnership with Russia. But don't kid yourself. Russia's a little tiny country. They have a lot of nuclear weapons, but they're a tiny country. Well, not not by area. But if you talk about Russia from an economy standpoint, they have an economy roughly the size of Texas. And when you have China, which has an economy roughly that of over half of the world's economy, it far dwarfs Russia. And why do I say this? I do this because China, even if they have a little partnership initially with Russia, saying buying all their extra oil that we're currently embargoing and all, they're the big boys on in the room. And they will flex their muscle, and they will dictate to Russia, they will dictate to North Korea. I don't know what they're going to do with Iran, but... So far, Iran is is kind of playing their own game over there in the Persian Gulf area. And China will become the world-dominant leader. In fact, they'll be the only leader, if you want to know the truth. And they will control what goes on in our world. They will take over the monetary supply. They will take over the banking systems. And they've just about already taken over global trading And with the assistance or takeover of Russia, and perhaps some of the other countries, they will take over the energy sector. Now, I don't want to pretend that we're going to all suddenly have a Chinese culture. In fact, the way we do uh, business, 
most likely will look sort of day-to-day the same. After all, this globalism in Europe has been around for uh, 50 years. And for one to visit Italy or Spain or one of those countries, you're not going to feel that it's not a good country to visit. But let's face it, we've lived all our lives being told and living proof that the United States was the world power and that we dictated freedoms and democracies that other countries, frankly, had to depend on because they weren't doing it. They always knew that we had their back. And suddenly, because of this coup of our elections, we put in Joe Biden as our leader. But don't kid yourself, he's not the leader. He's, he, he's a puppet. The leaders are the cabal that are behind him, calling shots, forcing this progressive agenda onto us, the, the push to globalism. It made us weak, and now we're paying the price for it. And I certainly hope that we have the ability still to climb out of this. But we will not be doing that with the current administration. And let's talk about that for a second, because that's another reason why I'm pissed off. It's no secret, everything that has gone bad with our country started the day that we were being told Biden won the election. We didn't have inflation. We didn't have high gas prices. We didn't have countries invading other countries. In fact, we had new peace accords in the Middle East at that time. We didn't have missiles being tested in North Korea, and we certainly didn't have Iran on a pace to create a nuclear weapon. And yet, put on the TV on any given day. This administration will not take blame for anything that has taken place since put into office. Oh, no, no, no. Trump's fault for this. Pandemic's faults for that. The uh, shipping channels were the we're being told were the result that, that Biden did such a good job reviving our economy that we couldn't supply the stores fast enough. Oh, it had nothing to do with the fact that we had truck drivers that were scarce because they had to wear masks. And this most recent thing has to do with pushing blame for high gas prices on Putin. In fact, pushing almost the entire inflation onto Putin in this war. I don't really remember Putin invading Ukraine until the end of this past February. I mean, it's only, it's only been 16 days. What about the, the 10% inflation that we've already gotten to up to that point? Or the fact that gas already went from $2.30 a gallon up to $4 a gallon up to that point? I'm not going to say that this war in Ukraine hasn't maybe made it worse, but it's been a far cry from being the cause, the root cause. Isn't that what, uh, what these idiots like to say? Well, we've got to find the root cause. I'll tell you the root cause. It's the idiots in Washington, D.C., they're the root cause. They were put in there illegally to begin with. And yes, they need to take responsibility, which of course won't happen. Now, this war in Ukraine, speaking of bonehead things, they send Kamala Harris over to Poland. Why? 
She didn't announce anything. There was no big, hey, we're going to give you aid. We're going to do this. We're going to take care of the refugees. No, she just went over there maybe to get her out of the country. The people around here don't like her. So we send her on these little meaningless missions around the world. (laughs) And then to see her talk, she is not comfortable. And she does not come across as being any form of a leader. In the meantime, wake up, America. Do you think, honestly, this progressive administration really doesn't want the gas to get to $6 a gallon? Try again. Because if they were really concerned about what was going on, they would have opened back up the construction of that Keystone Pipeline. They would have temporarily put on hold so that we could start drilling in fact, when you listen on television, how many times do we have to hear, we have 9,000 places that these people could be drilling if they really wanted to? Well, it's not quite that simple. It's not like the drills were already there and they're just suddenly tomorrow going to start pumping oil back out. They have to build infrastructure. And who is going to invest infrastructure on a regime that has already made it clear? They don't want you anymore. So you're going to spend, what, billions of dollars to build up these oil rigs and get pump, get oil pumping, and then, okay, we don't need you anymore. So they're going to, what, put them out of business? That's the kind of administration that we have. They don't have our backs. Heavens no. For whatever reason, it's okay to be pumping oil out of the parts of the earth. And, and, and now, can you imagine they're talking to Venezuela in Iran to get some of this oil? God, idiots. But why is it okay to drill oil over there, at least from the Earth standpoint, green, remember, but uh, but not around here? Now, I do believe that once we get to $6 or so a gallon for gas, you're going to hear the, the hoodows coming out saying, hey, this is a perfect time to get into your electric car or start taking the train, or the bus. We've heard it before, not that many years ago. Hey, when when gasoline's cheap, there's no incentive for the alternate energy source people to invest. But now that it's expensive, that kind of exploration is now viable again. Going back to that root cause thing and the idiots in Washington, you know what the biggest problem is? And we all know it. We've heard it. Nothing new. Administration never once had a plan or a vision of how to take our country going forward. They had their ideas that they wanted. Sure, they said they knew they wanted to get rid of fossil fuels. Okay. So they come in. They had control of whatever. And and, and now we're on a pathway to get rid of fossil fuels. Everything that the current president can can do by executive order. He's been doing. But but no one stopped to think, wait a minute, how do we replace that oil? How do we replace the energy? Wind farms aren't doing it. It's long-term. They don't have any long... They have no plans. No, let all the people come up from the southern border. And, and you know, we haven't even heard about that for the last 16 days because of the war over there in, in Ukraine. But they're still coming in to the tune of 2 million people a year, $100 billion a year, just to retransport these people and, and, and take care of them. No plan. 
Not at all. Let it happen. Oh, wait a minute. The only plan they have is that we will tax the rich people. Reallocation. Make the big corporations pay. They'll pay all right. They'll pay about as long as it takes to get some Mayflower moving vans to get their corporations the heck out of the United States because they don't want to get taxed that much. And then we definitely will be a country that is governed by the government only. And we will be part of the group. And we will be led by the new leaders in our world order over in China. I hope it doesn't come to that. And all the more reason why this election coming up at midterm is so vitally important. You can see by all the polls, this president and his administration has done nothing right since day one. And they will not do anything right. So therefore, the only thing that we have, the remedy that we have, is is to take back control of the the Senate and, and, and the House of Representatives this November and try to put the brakes on what these idiots are doing out there. And then with any luck, if we can get voters' integrity back, whatever that means anymore, maybe we can get back to some common sense and salvage the, the good old U.S. I can tell you that American flag is ragged right now, but it's still there. And let's hope that we have the ability to get it back before it's too late. Thanks for letting me vent this week, and I'll look forward to talking with you all later. I am Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us, U.S., the United States, in mind. Thank you.